Good afternoon, everyone. This is Tab Founder here. I'm introducing you today to Ms. Karima Shuhu, who is the new head and director of TAF Environment and Climate Change. Buenas tardes a todos. Hoy os interruzco a señora Karima Shuhu, que es la nueva directora del TAF Medio Ambiente y el Cambio Climático. Bonjour à tous, c'est le fondateur de TAF. Aujourd'hui, je vais vous présenter à Madame Karima Chou, qui est la nouvelle euh, directrice de TAF Environnement et le changement climatique. Euh, buenas tardes. Buenas tardes, Staff Founder. Espero que estés muy bien. Muy bien. ¿Qué tal? ¿Cómo estás? Bien, también. Gracias. ¿Cómo estás en Marruecos? No? ¿Te encuentras en Marruecos en este momento? Sí, ahora mismo estoy en Marruecos y el tiempo está muy bien. Vale, ¿nos puede hablar cómo, cómo es el verano en Marruecos en agosto? En agosto las temperaturas están entre 23 y 27 grados y oh. hace mucho sol. Sí, oh, es, es un verano. Es un verano sí, perfecto, es un... ¿no? Claro. Yeah, I'm just telling everyone, I'm just, I just asked Miss Karima how the summer in Morocco is at this point in August, and she says it's between 23 and 27 degrees, which means that it sounds like a very great, awesome summer because it's very sunny. Vale, bueno, um, hoy que vamos, de que vamos a hablar, vamos a introducir, te vamos a introducir um, el cambio climático, ¿no? Y el medio, medio ambiente. Exactamente, sí. Vale, okay, so I'm going to just ask Ms. Karima a few questions about climate change and the environment that she has kind of brought to my attention. Voy a hacer unas preguntas a señora Karima sobre unas cosas del cambio climático y el medio ambiente. Vale, entonces, hablando del cambio climático, ¿cómo se podría definir? How can we define climate change? Pues el cambio climático se podría definir como un cambio en las temperaturas globales debido al calentamiento global. Pero hay mucha gente que confunde estos dos temas que son el calentamiento global y el cambio climático y creen que son sinónimos, pero la verdad no, no lo son, porque uno produce el otro. Es decir, okay. que el calentamiento global o el aumento de las temperaturas produce un cambio climático que de forma natural no se iba a producir. Si, por ejemplo, en verano notamos más color y en invierno igual, con un poco de lluvia, no es normal. Normalmente en invierno hace mucho más frío y más lluvia. So, Ms. Karima is telling us that, like, climate change is defined as, right, an increase in global temperatures because of global warming. And she's saying that many people actually might misunderstand or mistake, misunderstand um, climate change and global warming to be the same thing, but they're not always the same thing because it's one producing and causing the other. Um, so she says that temperatures, um, climate change in a natural way can be produced actually by the things we do on a day-to-day -day basis. So let's say in the summer, we realize it's getting hotter in the summer, the temperatures are getting warmer than they should, or and or it's raining or there's little rain or in the winter we realize that it's it's more it's colder than it's supposed to be or it's raining more than it's supposed to be so what we expect to happen is not happening that is basically climate change vale y cuáles son las causas de este cambio las causas de este cambio son el aumento de la emisión del óxido de carbono 
por las fábricas, por eh, desechar los productos químicos en los ecosistemas marineros, que causa la muerte de la flora marina, claro, por la eh, deforestación también, cuando eliminamos una buena parte de los bosques, cuya misión es la absorción del eh, óxido de carbono y convertirlo en oxígeno, entonces se hace mucha más contaminación. Eh, otra cosa también es el aumento de la población que consume más y emite más gases y, por supuesto, los medios de transporte que causan mucha más contaminación también. Okay, so Ms. Karima is saying that the big major cause of climate change itself is the emission of carbon dioxide, CO2, which is what we breathe out of our body. Every time you take a deep breath in, our body needs oxygen. When we breathe out, it's carbon dioxide. But carbon dioxide is used by trees, by plants. For them, that's their oxygen. So when we need oxygen to live and survive, they need carbon dioxide. But when we're producing too much carbon dioxide, then there's a problem. So she says that it's being produced by fat, by fabricas. Oh my God, the word is not coming to my mind right now. By, um, well, institutions that produce, that do mass production of anything are fabricas. The word is not coming to me in English right now, everyone, sorry. Um, so we are releasing chemical products into the ecosystem, especially the oceans and the seas, which are something that I've talked about many times with many people. Um, deforestation is also contributing to climate change because it means that there are less trees that are taking in the carbon dioxide that we produce and giving us oxygen back into the planet. Um, and then also an increase in population. So if we used to be four billion people before and now we are seven billion people or more, we are more people producing more carbon dioxide and then deforestation, everything else, um, companies and things producing more means that we're just producing more carbon dioxide and then less oxygen is available to the planet. Um, and then there's also contamination of waste products in the environment itself, on land and in the seas. Vale, ¿y cuáles son las consecuencias de este cambio? Pues las consecuencias de este cambio son, por una parte, la destrucción de la fauna y la flora de la tierra, uh -huh. el derritimiento de la masa de hielo en los polos que provocará el aumento del nivel de mar, lo que producirá inundaciones, desportamiento de ríos y pondrá en riesgo muchos países costeros y la muerte, claro, de los animales polares. Oh, esto, yeah, so this, this third question that I asked her and her answer is very, the answers are very direct and straight to the point and they're giving us the information we need, but, you know, the consequences of climate change are what we're feeling every day and not really realizing it. She's telling us that you know, as there's a destruction in the fauna and the flora of the world and the planet itself. You know, that's the balance in the ecosystem of plants and the ecosystem and animals in the ecosystem. So climate change that is human made and produced is actually destroying how life can grow on the planet. Um, she's also telling us it causes melting of the ice caps in the polar, the polar ice caps melt. She also says increases the... Um, the level of the seas, because why? If ice is melting, it turns into water. So we have more water flowing into rivers and oceans and seas, which are causing floods, right? And then it's causing rivers to flow over into people. And we've seen in the South Pacific, if you look at the South Pacific islands, some islands have just gone underwater and people are forced to leave. 
and seek asylum and refugee status because they can't even live in their own land anymore. And there are many risks that come into this, you know, that affect countries because, like I just said, people have to leave their homes and move somewhere else. And then the worst is it's affecting animals, polar animals, which, if you think about it, they live in the ecosystem in the way that they do. They need to eat when they need to eat. They're not producing plastic. They're not producing companies. They're not, they're not contributing in the sense of we are contributing so much more to the environment and climate change. And in the sad part is someone else gets affected by what we do. Okay, ¿y cuáles son las soluciones que tenemos? He cogido varias uh, soluciones. Um, un, un ejemplo de una empresa que me ha gustado mucho, eh, que considera que la lucha contra los efectos que produce el cambio climático es una de sus prioridades, que se llama ACCIONA. Okay. Entonces, esta empresa desarrolla sus negocios a base de desarrollo de actividades bajas en carbono disminuyendo los gases emitidos, utilizando energías renovables y todo. Y con este plan ha llegado en 2018 a evitar la emisión a la atmósfera de 14 millones de toneladas de, 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 carbono, de eh, óxido de carbono. Okay. Gracias a su actividad de generación de energía a partir de fuentes exclusivamente renovables. Okay. Eh, hay también en reducir el, el consumo de agua porque está consciente de la importancia de esta sustancia de vida. Y otro ejemplo, que como soy marroquí, he cogido un ejemplo de Marruecos que en 2008, en la cumbre de Marrakech, en la que se firmó el Acuerdo de París, sí. propusieron el uso de las bicicletas como solución para disminuir la contaminación en las grandes ciudades. Ok, so Ms. Karima has just told us that she has told me about a company called Acciona, which I've actually never heard of until she's mentioned to me. And she says that they consider fighting against the effects of climate change and their priorities are to develop ways and activities to reduce um, carbon emissions and carbon gases and to use renewable energy. Um, so in 2018, they're trying to reduce about 14 million um, windmills for that produce carbon dioxide. Um, and she says, thanks to this, Um, thanks to their work and the things that they're trying to do in renewable energy, they are actually a company that I've not heard of, but now I'm interested in reading more about. They are trying to reduce the consumption of water in the sense of waste, where water is being wasted in production of anything that human life might need or not. And she tells us that um, in Morocco, for example, in 2018, um, they had signed the Paris Agreement of climate change, which I'm sure everyone has heard of before. And they have decided to take the option of using more bicycles. So instead of people buying more cars that we don't need to buy more cars, there are buses and there are subways. And if 100 people are in a subway or in a bus, that's better than 12 different people driving 12 different cars. So if we decide to even move to bicycles, which happens in many of the North European countries, uh, the Netherlands, for example, is something that stands out to me Denmark, I believe, also Norway, Sweden, they have decided to take a strong action in using bicycles, which one is good for your health because it's good to bike, it's good for your heart, it's good for your system, it's good for your muscle development, but then it's also important, incredibly great for the planet because bikes don't have any engines, so they don't produce heat and they don't produce CO2. Okay, 
So um, next question to Ms. Karima is, ¿Cómo evitar el cambio climático? Pues la verdad es imposible evitarlo porque no se puede evitar, pero se puede reducir. Tenemos que ponernos juntos frente a este problema que es grave y todas las empresas tienen que luchar y reducir la emisión del dióxido de carbono y de los gases y no echar los residuos a los ríos ni al mar. Tenemos que ponernos firmes y firmar acuerdos internacionales y prometernos a aplicarlos porque de verdad que es un problema muy grave. Okay, so she says, I mean, at this point in life, which we all know, it's basically impossible to avoid climate change because it's already happening, but we can try to find methods to reduce it. So she says that we need to think about problems that such as production in companies and in different places, reduce production, and then we have to fight the emission of carbon dioxide. So new companies are being produced are just going to produce more carbon dioxide into the atmosphere, right? And then their waste products from production end up in the seas. And then she believes that, and I also believe, that we need to sign international agreements that help to address this incredibly serious problem. I've encountered people who tell me that they think climate change is a hoax because a hoax meaning that they think it's fake. And I wonder if they live on the planet that we do and if they've lived long enough and realize, and if not, they can ask someone who's older. They will tell them the truth, which is it's getting hotter and there's nothing we can do about it right now as individuals. But if we get together and collectively do things together and try to plant more, try to produce less when it comes to mechanical production and chemical production, that is a lot better for the planet. Vale. ¿Y existen proyectos o empresas amigables del, al medio ambiente? Sí, hay una serie de empresas que se prometieron con la reducción de la emisión de los gases, como la famosa empresa Coca-Cola, Bimbo, Walmart, entre otras, que abordaremos en entrevistas eh, posteriores para ver qué, qué hicieron para todo eso. Ok, so I asked you if there are projects or companies that are trying to think more about the planet and more uh, climate change. No, I wouldn't say, well, more planet friendly and less climate change worries. And she says there are many companies that do um, promote the reduction of emission of gases, CO2, such as Coca-Cola companies, Bimbo, Walmart, and many other companies. Okay, vale, um, señora Karima, um, en tu opinión, ¿Cómo podemos educar a la nueva generación sobre el cambio climático sin ponerlos en situaciones de miedo de lo que puede ser o puede pasar en su futuro? So I'm just asking her how does she believe that we can educate the, for the next generation about climate change, which is a problem that we're going to have to leave them with, but how do we educate them about it without scaring them? Tenemos que hacerles que estén conscientes de la gravedad de este problema. Enseñarles, por ejemplo, que en países de África hay gente que, por ejemplo, que eh, no tienen agua potable. Siempre el agua está muy sucia. Sí. Tenemos que hacer, hacerles que, que vean que hay gente que, que verdaderamente eh, que no tienen ni agua potable ni, ni, ni condiciones de vida que están muy bien. Yeah. So she's saying that it's important for us, obviously, to educate them in the sense that there are people in parts of the world that don't even have access to clean water, which 
is shocking if we think about the fact that we're in the 21st century. How can we be in the 21st century and there are people living without clean water? It's not a matter of this is their fault or that's their problem. It's more of a human problem. Estoy diciendo que el problema del cambio climático y la situación que muchos países se encuentran eh, en situación de no hay agua um, limpia para beber o no hay condiciones para estudiar porque es así que el sistema es, es un poco falta de humanidad, no por partes de personas, pero por partes de alguna cosa que tenemos que cambiar. Y la respuesta concreta no lo tengo yo. I'm saying that the answer, the honest answer of how we can fix this problem of water, the education, and people living in abstract poverty, I don't have the direct answer for that, but I'm sure that collectively we can find answers for that. Okay, d'accord. Est-ce que tu peux nous dire uh, des choses à propos de le changement climatique à Maroc? I'm asking her now in French if she can just tell us a few things, simple things about um, climate change in Morocco that she has seen. Uh, au Maroc, uh, après le, le sommet de, de Paris, mm -hmm. qui était uh, sur la ville de Marrakech, uh, toute la ville s'est promis. Il, il utilise plus la, la bicyclette, okay. il ne produit pas de, de contamination. Et après, il s'est propagé dans la plupart des, des villes. Okay. On utilise beaucoup de vélos. Ok, ça va. Ok, so she says that after the Paris Agreement was signed and Morocco became one of the countries that agreed to it, many people in Morocco have opted for biking around Morocco instead of using cars or using motorbikes or using motorcycles which is very forward-thinking, because if you think of a country in anywhere, maybe it's not a Western country, but it's a country maybe that is not in the greatest economical situation. It's, I'm happy to know that there are people who are trying, at least. The most important thing is we are trying. Eh, 